This episode of Late Nights with Travel and Loves is sponsored by FreshBooks, which is exciting. So to see how the all-new FreshBooks can uh, increase your productivity and save you time, visit freshbooks.com slash travelandlose and enter Late Nights with Travel and Loves in the where did you hear about us section. How did you hear about us? Yeah, that. <laughs> Late Nights. Late Nights. Late Nights with Travel with tra- and Loves. With Travel and Loves. Late Nights with Travel and Loves. Hey everyone, welcome to another Late Nights with Trav and Lowe's, except for, uh, you know, right now is not necessarily a late night. In fact, it's early morning and I'm here with not Lowe's, but my friend Chaz. And Chaz has been on the podcast before. Hey guys, good to be back. (laughs) Uh, You were on a a group kind of setting. We had maybe four or five people in the room that evening. Right. So this is a much different setting. And um, in the truth of the situation is also that uh, I asked Chaz last minute to jump in here because the podcast that I was trying to prepare, I had like some file issues that got corrupted and now I have to make one today. This is going to be published this afternoon, by the way. It's going right out. (laughs) This is our one and only shot. It really is. (laughs) So the whole uh, conversation I wanted to have was about this thing that I randomly picked up on another podcast that I was listening to. And and one of the speakers mentioned that the key to happiness is a combination of purpose and pleasure. And Hmm. those two things equate to happiness. And I thought, Hmm. I thought that was like a really simplistic view of what's going on, but also an innovative one in that I've never really kind of mashed them together and said, these things equate to overall satisfaction with my earthly experience. Right. It seems like sometimes they're, they're in opposition to each other. Tell me about that. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, Um, Yeah, maybe. Well, uh, pleasure seems like a short-term thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. generally mm-hmm. like that that word has a short-term immediate uh connotation and purpose generally for me uh, has a long-term you're gonna stretch it out over like the general of like which way is my direction of life going yeah. am i achieving bigger things yeah. for whatever yeah 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 exactly so the way that it's defined so i looked it up on on the old interwebs and I found um, this article by uh, Paul Dolan, PhD, who's also the author of Happiness by Design. It's a book. And yep. he really gets down on this idea um, that that happiness and satisfaction doesn't come from your mental orientation. He He's all about it comes from action. And, okay. and this is funny. I was talking to my wife last night telling her about like where I'm at. She goes, I think you need to exercise more and get those endorphins going. And she's, she's big on exercise. And I was, yeah. like, I was like, that's an interesting take. Like my, my default take would be like, let's think about it. Let's write a list. You know, right. that, that's how I approach. <laughs> I, I'm similar to you. Is that right? I'd, I'd rather talk about, I'd rather like plan and, f- and think about what would solve that than actually go solve it in many That's right. Many like cases. If, I yeah. have, if I have three minutes to solve a problem, I'm going to spend two of those minutes writing a list Sharpening of the things the I could do. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Abe Lincoln, right, who said. Did he say, that's a, a quote from Abraham Lincoln? So I, I could be totally off here. Check mm-hmm. me on this. But and then he chopped down cherry trees. Something about, like, <laughs> if you have this time to, to chop down a tree, spend most of your time sharpening the axe. Got it. Got it. Um, I like it. Which I really like. I relate to that. 
but yeah, you were saying. Yeah. Um, so, but Paul Dolan, this, this guy who, who I'm taking most of the material for this podcast from, uh, is all about action. And he, he's kind of like in, the, in the, pos- the position of, well, it doesn't really matter about what you think about what you're doing. It matters about what you're actually doing mm-hmm. and the way that that kind of leads towards these other ideas. So, um, and, and he brings up the, this combination of pleasure and, and purpose. So pleasure being like joyful, um, content, excited, like action, kind of like, you know, I'm going to go to the beach today. That's pleasure. Yes. Uh, where, where purpose is like doing something meaningful, worthwhile, fulfilling, something that like is, is contributing to your like long-term goals, right. you know. Um, here's, for example, uh, most people find work to be more purposeful than pleasurable. Um, whereas when they're like watching a show that they enjoy, that's, that's like more pleasurable than purposeful. And some things tend to be high on both. For example, um, volunteering and helping somebody is intended or is thought to be high on both pleasure because you're doing an action with somebody and also purposeful because you feel like you're contributing. Hmm. So, um, the, the thesis really is that we need both of these kind of things to, to be happy and uh, and interestingly, there was like this weird fact in the article that I found um, that y- United States teenagors are uh, like the lowest on purpose there has ever been. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it was that's, just this random fact in the middle of the article. Like frightening sounding. Yeah, yeah, they're purposeless. But, but well, okay. I mean, what does that even mean? Like they're the lowest on purpose. How do they well, even th- get that? Yeah, they do it um, by surveys. So they just they and just, like the people the teens didn't know their purpose. I'm assuming. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. Like they weren't able to come up with like an answer for what's your purpose. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, mm. it didn't really go into how they derived those things, but it was like according to studies. So like they would send them like a thing. They're like, oh, do you feel your life is full of purpose? Do you right. feel your life is full of pleasure? And then they kind of like just lean really heavy on on pleasure, and less on purpose. Got it. Yeah. Got for, it for that demographic. Ooh, that's kind of scary. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I think, I mean, when I was a teen, similar. Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I'm reflecting on um, purpose and pleasure. It seems like we there's this pressure to know your purpose mm-hmm. um, in, in our society. Like, I feel that. Like, like. You should know, you should have a purpose and you should know what your purpose is in life. Mm -hmm. And like, that's, that's a hard thing to know, you know, like I find it hard to answer what my purpose is. I feel that's one of the things that's been like pulling me down lately Mm. is that I feel kind of directionless. Ah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, I was talking to my wife and, and. And I was like, you know, I've been feeling a little, a little down lately. And she says, well, you know, you, you stopped making like those videos. You stopped making um, all this YouTube stuff. Yeah. And you don't have mm. thousands of people every day telling you that you're awesome. Do you think that could be it? And I was <laughs> like, well, like may, maybe, maybe that's it. Well, you'd, you'd probably grown accustomed to, like, that was a thing you did consistently. It was, yeah. And uh, you you had something that you would plan for and that you were probably building. Like yeah. It was building and mm-hmm. it was growing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you connected with that. And if you take that away, 
Like for sure, there's like a space to, there's a vacuum, right? Right. That, that's ultimately where I kind of landed after considering her, mm. uh, her comments. Like, I, I don't think it was the, um, the affirmation that I was right. missing. I yeah. think it was that, that, uh, purpose, right? What, what, just what you described, like building something towards a goal, giving something of myself to others. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, it could be almost anything, right? Mm-hmm. Like whether it's, how do we decide what the right purpose is? That that's what that's I a good that's question. what I'm coming to is like how uh, who <laughs> how do you come up with what that is or what it should be? Mm-hmm. Um, do do we make it up? Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you're religious, uh, you're you're definitely given a set of reasons and purposes right. to, to live. Um, but outside of religion. How does one decide what their purpose is? Well, I know that you've been uh, lately, like yesterday, you were telling me that how you're you're so full of things to do, and, and you're trying to make these critical <laughs> decisions of of what you know, which ones to do. Yeah, really, what to There's take just on. There's not enough time. Exactly. Yeah. And now, my question to you is like, uh, mm. you know, like, are any of these ones nece- like specifically purposeful, or um, are they all pleasurable? Like, where do you balance out? <laughs> Because that's that's a part of this this article <laughs> right. is, is like is like everybody has their own sense of balance between these two ideas, pleasure and purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I love it. Uh, so two things I want to talk about, mm-hmm. um, and I, I guess first I'll come back to what you asked, but I'm going to ask you about like where you stand with um, you know you're you're wondering about your purpose lately and. And you've had, you've felt more purposeful in the past. And right now you're kind of maybe looking or wondering. And Mm -hmm. um, I I, I think there's this, there's this feeling that we have to have a purpose. And if we don't know what it is, we're, we're failing or something like that. You think that's a, but I I think that's a narrative out in society. Yeah. 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 It's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I think what's not happening is this idea that, that life, is messy and, mm. and that like there are times when we we should find times where we're where we don't know mm-hmm. if you always know like are you are you ever gonna get anywhere new you know okay so totally no i mean i can't i don't know if there is anybody that knows right and and that just i'm just supporting your thesis that life is messy I was reading yesterday in my book, um, it's a it's just like the philosophers through history. It's called Great yeah. Thinkers. I recommend it. It's really cool. But I, I forget the fellow's name. His name is George something. And I'm excited because today I get to read Nietzsche. But anyway. Um, Finally. Yeah. I'm like, like <laughs> that's Getting one, to the that's big one I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we started with Plato and then I don't know any of the other ones. <laughs> um, okay. So, but this guy was talking about how people tend to overcorrect. <sighs> right? So, for example... Um, I had created this thing uh, and it was taking up like 80% of my day and it was so consuming and it was very purposeful, but also it was also draining in a lot of ways. And, and the balance of pleasure between, between pleasure and purpose was overbalanced on purpose. And I derived little more, um, less and less uh, pleasure from the activity as time went on, after three years, I felt like I don't even know why I'm doing this, ah. even though it was adding a lot to other people's, you know, life. 
Right. You'd become disconnected with... You just started doing it. Well, the, it was of, off balance, right? right okay. Pleasure and purpose were, were off balance. And it was all purpose and very little pleasure over time because people were asking, asking, wanting, wanting, needing, needing, demanding, demanding. And I, I felt uh, over time as like, as just a resource, a tool. Right. Right. And so I had was deriving less and less uh, purpose. Oh, sorry. Pleasure. Uh, pleasure from it. Right. And now I'm like, okay, let's take a pause from that and try to figure out my balance. And I tended to overcorrect. Just go into no man's land. Uh-huh. Yeah. Directionless pleasure <laughs> is where I've been. Like hedonistic. No, just kidding. I'm not like, I'm not going crazy, but you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. like I'm just like like really everything that I've been doing is just been on my own, very, very solitary. Yeah. Like all of all of like my art that I'm I only share like a, a, a like a fraction of it. Yeah. Um I, like I play music to myself and nobody hears it. I'm is that bad? That seems that seems like a really really good thing in in my opinion because no, it's not pleasurable all, not all the time no no uh, because I think this idea of purpose and even pleasure but oh but I, I went hard on video games right after I quit oh yeah which is which is only pleasure it is not even pur- pure yeah pure yeah, yeah pleasure mm. so so I think pleasure is easy to know like it's easy to like off the top of my head I could I could name ten things that that are pleasurable. Mm-hmm. I love surfing. I love walking outside, like all these things. Um, those were two nature examples, but sure. Uh, video Good. games, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, purpose is much harder to know. And I think it has a lot more with knowing your, uh, a lot more to do with knowing yourself. Mm. And so I, like just listening to what you're talking about, where you've you've gone more in, introspective, you've been serving like internal pleasures. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's that's you trying to learn more about who you are. Yeah, uh, because if you don't know, if you don't know who you are and what you want, then like how could you ever know your what your purpose is? And and that's what I'm saying is like could it, it's messy. Like it's, it's, it's so messy. It's, you're, you're meant to scribble around, I think, um, here and there, mm-hmm. and and, it, and then you'll hit something. Something will come, and then you you go with that thing a little further, and it cleans up, and you you know get like a more clear purpose for a while. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm just kind of processing what you're saying. Like I don't I don't disagree with that. I I, I totally feel. I totally feel the mess of it. And that that's actually been a great contributor of my like anxiety lately mm. is that is that I'm wandering around and being like, well, I don't know. Like I, I had a I had a really um last Friday w- we hung out and I I kind of like went off on my own and hung out with myself a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And I was just so upset because I felt like a few, a few things. Uh, I was I was annoyed at the temperance of everything, you know, um, and then and then also I, I was like really m- angry because um, I felt like I was never going to be understood ever, and and I had been kind but of that like is a sad feeling. It's so sad, like and especially like I grew up with this promise that one day I would be understood, you know, like it yep. would be the shining moment. Everything would become clear. Clear. They would. They would have one hundred percent transmission of thought, intent, idea of love, 
And now I'm like, I don't necessarily think that's real. I don't think it's possible. And I'm, and I was kind of like, just so bummed out that like, I'll never get that day when somebody understands me completely. Wow. And I was mad about it. <laughs> I, that, that seems like it's I, such I a bummer. There, I think there are a lot of people. I, I personally don't relate to that very mm-hmm. much. Yeah. But, um, but I think there are a lot of people in the world that feel that nobody gets them. Mm. I don't think you're alone in that. Oh, and I get them and there, there we go. Now we're understood. <laughs> you might not get the specifics, but you get the idea of yeah. like not feeling like you're not being yeah. understood. Yeah. And I guess this is another example of like overcorrecting, you know, like y- you, you've thought it was yeah clear over here and, and then now i'm like it'll all the never way. happen and <laughs> it's i'm that so mad swinging I, yeah, yeah it really is and that's kind of like what the this article that i was reading was about about like like really how to find the balance between pleasure and purpose and it was saying that like do, do you know about the law of diminishing returns yes so like uh just for our listeners um uh you know Daniel. Um, yeah. Daniel's been on our podcast. Daniel Young. Uh, he was telling me about how how like if he's eating like a bowl of ice cream, he'll have like five bites and then he'll put it away. Wow. Because after that, you're having diminishing returns. It's not as good. Every Daniel successive is so intentional. He is, it's, and I am in love with intentionality. Yeah. Yeah. Correct? No, that's right. Um, right now, like that's my thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so that is so impressive. He's, I love it. He's got a lot dialed in in, the, in that in that way. He was telling me about how like he's like he'll put it away after five bites, and then he'll just like wait for tomorrow, and then have another five bites. And the idea is that that after five, you know, you're you're getting yes. less and less pleasure out of each right. successive bite, and you're kind of wasting the calories. Yeah, you're, right? you're going into that mode you were almost talking about, where with your it's completely videos pleasure. that you're making, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where like you just became robotic and you weren't actually feeling and thinking it. Right. And so uh, the advice in this, in this uh, article was that when you tend to lean heavy on one side, it's important to pause and just go hard on the other side, like to balance it out. And the example the article gives is like a Netflix binge. And you ever had like, you got done with your show and you're like, well, what now? And you're looking for another show or you're, you're trying to figure out how do I replace Mm -hmm. what, I was into. Yeah. Uh, the show says instead of trying to like find an, a successive uh, pleasure, you know, instead go, go to the purpose angle, Yeah, go help a friend. And I do the opposite as Tell well, me. as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had a really, really uh, full two weeks full of purpose. Yes. Stuff. Yes. L- like longer term hard work, Lots of effort, not a lot of sleep for, for like a good two weeks. Mm-hmm. And when I completed a couple projects that I was working on, mm-hmm. I absolutely like just like stepped away from the purpose stuff and went full pleasure mode, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> pleasure I mode chats. go to bed early. I, I <laughs> binge watched a, a whole Netflix show and, yeah. you know, and I, and I felt great about that. You know, I, I love that. I would have, I would have beating myself up, self up over that this time a year ago, I would have, you know About what I mean? Swinging the other way. Yeah. If I was like, Oh, I just binged a Netflix show. Like right. what kind of, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like, that's yeah. not purposeful. You can feel guilty that's not contributive. That, yeah. That's not meaningful. 
And, but now I'm like, like this is really helping me to kind of feel that I need both. Justifying pleasure. Like, like, are you, are you saying you would have felt guilty because I would have that are purely pleasurable are, you would look down on them like a year ago. Yeah. Kind of, that's a waste of mm-hmm. life. Dude, uh, before we get into that, let's actually just take a quick break for, uh, for our sponsor. Uh, our sponsor is FreshBooks. FreshBooks. I like them. They're pretty cool, man. They make software, accounting software for people who run small businesses that are self-employed uh-huh. or freelance. And their biggest feature that I like is that you can create and send professional looking invoices in a matter of seconds. Seconds. Dude. Okay. Let me just jump in there. Cause like when I, I mean, I did uh, freelance design for, for a number of years when I first started out and like the worst thing was asking for money yeah and and like chasing people down and being like did you like are you gonna pay me <laughs> what's cool is that they uh they have this feature where you can see when your client sees your invoice so you don't have to guess if they see it if they did not oh like if they opened it if they saw it yeah and then freshbooks takes care of that itself uh-huh, so they uh-huh. they'll send the reminders etc until you get paid dude so, that's the key that's the money right there so you're like oh i'm not i'm not the a-hole <laughs> oh, it's not me. It's FreshBooks that keeps on sending you that reminder every day until you pay me. Until you it's pay. not me. It's, it's, it's just this. It's the software. I don't know. So it takes that awkwardness of... Push of, the buck. Yeah, I like it. Of going for going for the money. Mm. Dude, check it out. Here's another awesome thing. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day free trial to all listeners of our podcast. So cool. So if you want it, go to FreshBooks.com forward slash Travelos and enter Late Nights with Travelos in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks and thanks to Fresh Books for for doing this. for being so fresh. <laughs> so be for for being fresh. Yeah, we'll get this. So, <laughs> like like I've been saying, we can talk about pleasure and purpose, but I love the the conversation of where does how do we decide what purpose is? Yeah, okay. And and I had a friend who talked about her dad uh, months ago. And I heard something I've never heard before. His motto is dare to be average. I love it. Dare to be average. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is so counter to everything in our in our society that has to do with success. Yes, and individualism. Air quotes. Yes. You know? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Dare to be average. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is oddly liberating. Yes. Hearing that. It's like, oh, like, yeah, wait, wait, what's wrong with being, what's wrong with being average? What's wrong with just being normal mm-hmm. or, or like, is it, why, why do we care about being unique or high, like the highest achiever? Mm-hmm. Because it's all like on that scale, we're all judging ourselves against everybody else's success or doings right but like does do do other people and what they're achieving and their purposes have anything to do with us no. should they <laughs> i i i don't think so i totally agree with that right like like if we're able to uh just understand that stop judging ourselves against other people Unless it's helping us, right, mm-hmm. as like a mechanism to like measure ourselves for mm-hmm. growth, if if that's what you're looking for. But in this other, in certain things, like dare to be average, like that's okay. And he, and here's the thing, like in 
most things, in most areas in your life, you are average. Whoa. Thanks, Travis. Absolutely. Let me refer to that. Thanks so much. (laughs) I love that. Because like you, you are exceptional in maybe one thing in your life. Maybe two if you're like a virtuoso. But but in most things, you're completely average and, you know, are going to be... Never mind. I was about to go dark. I was like, and going to be forgotten. But like, <laughs> <laughs> that well, was not the point. Well, no. Yeah, that's not the point. Like, who, what does it matter? Who, who cares if I'm average or if I'm excellent? Like, I think there's this, there's this narrative that we're all being taught, which is like, it's only like. It's only valuable you if it's can, exceptional. Exactly. Like you can't be proud of it or fulfilled by it unless unless you're like the best. <laughs> like I looked in one of my old journals. I think I was like 21, okay. 20. And I was like, I, I think I said something like, I, <clears throat> whatever you do, you should, you should be the best at it. And, and, and like, I just, I just laugh at that yeah. now because yeah. it's like, that's that's on the uh, that assumes that you're not going to be happy unless you are the best, and mm-hmm. it's and it has so much to do with everyone else around you, right? When they have nothing to do with me, right? That has nothing to do with me. You know, this this goes along with this idea um, that Los and I spoke about a while ago when we were talking about um, not just the activities that you're going to be good at, but like the moments that you're going to have happiness in or excitement about oh i like that because they happen a lot less in frequency than um the dull moments the activity like the doing versus the moments where you feel something yeah yeah and 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 the kind of like the example that we centered on was um he took his family to disneyland Mm -hmm. and uh we were talking about how uh he was in line for like splash mountain or something with his son best ride and <laughs> and they were standing in line for like two hours and the ride is like five minutes if maybe less. that yeah maybe less <laughs> and he was saying like when when my kid grows up and, and like for even for me next year i'm gonna have more memories about standing in line making jokes trying to find ways to pass the time talking having a conversation than actual then going up and down on wow. the yeah the ride and we centered on this kind of like uh, reductive phrase that it's not, it's not the ride, it's the time in line that matters. And if you, if you kind of like consider the way that you go about uh, your life and the activities that are in it, there's usually like a, like a peak of yeah. something that you're looking forward to. Like, yep. oh yeah, like this weekend I'm going to go surfing. Yep. Um, and then... <laughs> Like and and it's only Wednesday or, or Tuesday or whatever it is, and you're like, well, okay, so how am I going to get through this valley to get to that peak? Yeah. But the truth is that there is so much more time in the valley than there is at the peak. Yeah. And it's those valleys moments collectively that that contribute to who you are as a as a person and what your whole experience is like. So I'm going to flip this to you again. Let me have back it. to your experience that flip you're it. that you're going through. Yeah. <laughs> I think two weeks ago I texted you. Yeah, some silly phrase that I came up with. Oh, I loved it. And but I, but I I, th- I think I said something like, "Happiness is is being happy while figuring it out mm-hmm. because no one has it figured out." Right. Like 
which is kind of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Like, didn't I sing it back to you? Yeah. <laughs> and then you sent me, sent you a voice recording. Word for word, you played your guitar and sang this like longer uh, phrase. Of the people I know, like you're the one of the few people I could do that to, and, and just know that, and, like know that it would that resonate they would re with appreciate me. It. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Every time, awesome. Um, I, I think that's a true phrase too. Like, like it's about enjoying the journey to the peak. Yes, yes. Uh, figuring it out because it. I, I, I just think we're all, we're in this continual mess, mm -hmm. you know. And I, I love um, the the idea of like your career being a series of projects. But let's get out of career. We talk so much about career stuff. Let's mm -hmm. just talk about life and like the holistic act of living, right? Okay. And uh, could could we take that same idea and say, life, what if life and your purpose is a series of projects? You know, like like what if it's changing? Yeah. And, and that's good. You know, it's not just this one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I can nod my head enough to what you're saying. Try. And <laughs> let's just have five minutes of silence while I nod. Um, so to go, go back to, to, to like to bring this all back home, uh, purpose, pleasure, and you're talking about all these things, uh, not just at work, but like in the, the daily, right? Adding mm -hmm. up. Yeah. Um, there's this really cool, I don't know, idea that I came across while I was look, researching the topic of pleasure and, um, and purpose. And someone had made a, like a, a PDF and they called it a happiness tracker. And the idea is when you have an event, something happens, you do something, an activity or whatever, you write down, you know, what it was and you write down, was it purposeful or pleasurable? And kind of you like dissect it. You kind of like just, just note it. Yeah. And this can be easily done with like a spreadsheet, yeah. you know, sure. or GDoc or whatever. But but the idea is to be mindful of what is contributing to, you know, the makeup of your day. And I thought, you know, that's really, that's just so I could understand. And, 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 and in the yeah. moment where we talked about, we're like, I'm like pendulum swinging all around. Right. If, if I'm wandering around just like all upset that I don't have a purpose, is it because I'm not doing purposeful things or is it because I'm not noticing that the things I'm doing have purpose in them? I'm not even sure. Oh, right. And maybe like doing this activity, this exercise of just doing a tracker for a week could help me to understand is the moment that like I hang my daughter's pictures on her wall and yes. talk about how she wants to organize her room. Is that purposeful? Is it pleasurable? Is it both? Right. Maybe and, you're just not picking up on like, actually, this is adding, but I'm just not noticing. Right. I think that may be a problem that I'm going through. It's like I'm not being mindful because I'm, I'm used to like what does purposeful in my life look like? It looks like making videos. It looks like giving talks at conferences or something like that. Yeah. And now that I'm not doing those things, I don't know what purpose looks like. Maybe that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just questioning purpose altogether. Like I, I'm a believer that I'm in control of the way I feel. Okay. And like nothing outside of me can, can influence that and let influence me and my feelings unless I let it, but but I can choose, and um, I like that. And I'm wondering how that philosophy fits in with this idea of happiness as a combination of purpose and pleasure, mm -hmm. um, because 
the philosophy I came in before knowing we were talking about this was was very much like I'm in control of that. Mm-hmm. Like nothing, nothing can influence that but but me and the way I choose to feel. But I think purpose is a good mechanism. Yeah. I think it's a great mechanism. Yep. To, These are inputs, to, purpose and pleasure. Yeah. 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 Output but, is how you feel about but, it. Sure. Uh, I, I just think it's a, it's good to, um, <laughs> I, I think we can be intentional about what our purpose, what our purpose is. Yeah. And, and like, like, like you're saying, like just picking up on those little things and noting, mm-hmm. yeah, this, I feel, I can feel good about this, yeah. but that's, I think that's a choice often is the choice is what your purpose is. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's help me out. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's, it's being intentional about what the thing means to you. Yes. It's going to happen. You did it, but did you know it's purposeful? And you, and this kind of, I don't think you would have that problem with pleasure really, but you went earlier, you were talking about how of the two purpose is a little bit more, um, incognito you know you have yeah. to kind of like suss Discover, it out yeah to point to it and say this is my purpose yeah maybe that's why we're like it's like a cultural thing of like everybody has to have a purpose you know yeah like because it's just harder to figure it out yeah like I, I don't think we have to feel bad or insecure about saying i don't know what my purpose is mm-hmm. like because if it, it's funny we've talked about these two words but you haven't asked me what my purpose is. And and I don't know if I could tell you what my purpose is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that kind of freaks me out. <laughs> well, okay. Okay, so there's... Okay, let, let's make a definition here. There's this idea of having like a motto that's your purpose, that's like a flag that you wave and you're yeah. like, everything I do... Like I know this one de- um, designer who I hope to have on the podcast sometime and he, he has like this thing. He has like this phrase that he wraps his whole life around and it's like he designs to uh, to uh, relieve the suffering of others. That's like how he works. That's how he goes about it. Cool. If if the things that he are doing he is doing is not contributive to that like motto, then that, but that's you know that that you could say like that's a purpose. Sure. But also, I guess in more like what I'm talking about right now is moment to moment. Like, is this purposeful? And, and to go back to like how to define purposeful, I'm talking about just like worthwhile or meaningful. So like mm-hmm. if I'm talking to you right now, I'm having a conversation, like is this adding to my mantra of like make the world a better place? I don't know, but like is it meaningful to me right now? Yes. In that, in, and in that way, it's certainly purposeful. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, so more, more meaning versus like I have a purpose. Yes. Like, like less definition of a flag that you can wave yeah. and more just like, like, is this meaningful? Is it fulfilling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it additive? Adding. Mm-hmm. Multiplying. Mm. Squaring. <laughs> Mathing. This is getting cubic. <laughs> Dude, thanks for sitting down with me. This has been really good. Oh, it's, I, this is all we do every time we're together anyway. I know. So we just press record. <laughs> Um, this has been a, a, a late night with uh, Chaz and Travis, actually in the morning, early morning with Chaz and Travis. And uh, I want to thank our sponsors and also everyone for listening to the show. And, uh, you know, check us out on travelos.com and we'll see you next week. You desire the better things of life or you wouldn't be listening to this record.